0: Hello everyone, this is Amir and you are listening to International Voices at Queens, a supportive listening space for members of the university community recorded on the occupied lands of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee people. Today, we're talking about academic culture shock, and our special guest is Shaza Qaud from Egypt. I tried to do it as a native. (laughs) Hello, Shaza. Welcome to the podcast, and would you please introduce yourself?
1: Hi, Amir. Uh, I'm Shaza. As uh, you said, I'm from Egypt. I'm doing my PhD at Queens. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm currently in my first year in my PhD. Uh, However, I joined Queens three years ago to start with my master's. So I did a master's in geological and geological science and geological engineering in Queens, and I am currently doing my PhD in electrical and computer engineering, which was my original like specialization from Egypt. I did my bachelor's degree in Egypt in electrical and computer systems.
0: Thank you for introducing yourself. Well. The today's topic is about the same feeling that you get when you enter another country, but it is in an academic setting. So we'll talk about it in detail later on. But Shaza, can you tell us about a time or two when you were surprised or shocked by an academic experience in Canada?
1: I wouldn't call like academic shock, but it's a different experience, as as you said. It's it's there are different aspects to the academic experience in in different countries but i would say the 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 friendliness of professors at queens it's it's a bit different from where I, how things go in egypt you have to respect and deal with the, the professors in like with titles and labels and keep your uh, like keep them in like uh, sir or, or madam kind of pronunciation and then like <laughs> meeting your professors here at queens they are like Okay, call me so-and-so with their first name.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: I think I, uh, as, I, as, I, I as I was talking to you before about my name, I, I don't care how you, like, say it. So mm-hmm. I don't assume that people have a, an issue about how I say their names as long as I'm trying to say it right. Yeah. As, like, we, we all have different, like, native languages and different backgrounds, and they, they carry on. It's not really an academic experience, but one of the staff members at Queen's, I love in Queen's housing. So he was like talking to me one day and like trying to guess where I'm from. And like, he kept saying that I have an like an international accent somehow. And deep through the con- conversation, he ended up saying, you're pronouncing something in German.
2: Mm.
1: <laughs> and I was like, okay, I lived in Germany two years as a kid, but I don't speak any German anymore, so. <laughs>
0: Well, all right, uh, that was a good experience. Also, it happened to me a lot. It's a common experience among international students pronouncing the wrong names or titles. But for me, the first thing I realized about this topic at Queen's was that compared to my previous university, academic integrity here has much higher importance. And students should comply with certain amounts of regulations here that were not a big deal at my home country. Uh, for instance, students here are not supposed to share the course's notes or recordings with other students if the instructor has not authorized it. However, in my previous university, this was not considered a breach of academic integrity. This used to happen a lot.
1: I, I can I can relate to you. Like back in Egypt, <laughs> yeah, we used to do it the way you did. Like someone would take the notes and we have them like uploaded somewhere where like the entire class would access the notes and nobody had had a problem with that. Hmm.
0: Exactly. Or I also knew nothing about self-plagiarism, which is the act of submitting the same piece of work in more than one course without the instructor's permission. So, how did these experiences affect your academic experience at Queens?
1: Uh I, like given the friendliness and like how everything is going I think it affected everything in a positive way. Like I, I learned gradually that it's okay to to be more friendly with people as long as you're doing your job or doing your part in the situation. You're you're being a, a respectful student. You don't have to say it by by titles or, or or like serves or whatever. You have to to do it by your own like work and your own. Like, like you said, maintaining your integrity and like your level of commitment to the program or to your work is more mm. important than like how you say it or the way you deal with it. So you can be as friendly as you're expected to and like as committed as you're expected to as well.
0: Very well said. Uh, so there might be some situations that these problems get in the way of your commitment as a student here. So what strategies can you suggest to our listeners so that they can adopt to understand and deal with these surprises and shocks?
1: I, I think it's important to talk to people like like meeting people at quick, joining like conversation circles, talking to other people about your expectation like, or, or about like the expectations of your program, your academic advisor or your program advisor or grad programs your grad assistant what am i expected to do here hmm. uh, your supervisor in grad studies what's expected out of me what what's my academic responsibility in this situation
0: hmm. well that's a good suggestion uh, have you ever done it yourself
1: yes definitely at some points i had to like uh, maybe not in my grad work per se but like especially in my experience as a ta mm-hmm. When I joined, like geological engineering, I had to TA from my first term, so that was a different experience. And I used to talk a lot to Dr. Ann Sherman. She she was really helpful. She was the lab coordinator of the department, and I used to talk to her a lot, like about what I'm supposed to do in the lab. What I, what's my the expectation out of me? How how do we you do things in? In a lab environment how it is supposed to be run in queens versus how you seen it before because like it's different it's different even from from the syllabus wise from how how the lab is organized how the students are expecting you to to be presentable so it's good right. to talk to other people and ask them okay i don't know how this should be done is it this way or that way
0: well exactly i can remember in the first course that i got here at queen's uh, we were supposed to write a critical summary of a paper, and after I submitted it in, my instructor returned that back to me and said that was too harsh for a critical summary. And when I reread it, I thought that it was absolutely fine, and I didn't realize which part he meant. So I booked an appointment uh, in SAS to consult the situation with one of the professional I mean, writing tutors, and... After a while of understanding the situation, she told me, you shouldn't write this, you shouldn't write that. You have to come up with a you know structure to clear the size of paper, and this is how you're supposed to do. So have you ever been in a situation like that before?
1: Actually, I studied English since I was seven years old, so I I don't I believe I don't have much issue with that. But if you are like not very acquainted with the language, you have a problem of searching for words and using the simple simplest sentence you can find hmm. and that makes you more direct and like looking rude than average normal people like when you have a limited resource of vocabulary about in a language whatever language is that you end up being more harsh without meaning to
0: well exactly i think that's a good explanation of what happened back then so I think here's a good point to promote university's services because uh, if you can, as a student, if you can familiarize yourself with the language better and with the academic culture here, you, are, you have more chance to work around these issues and evade those problems. So let's hear about the resources.
2: I'm Andrea Santaya Escobar, and I work at Student Academic Success Services. SAS offers many free programs and resources to help EAL students succeed at Queen's, regardless of year or faculty. With services like EAL appointments, students can improve their academic English reading, writing, speaking, and listening skills. Students who speak English as an additional language can meet with our academic skills specialist and develop their academic English skills over time. We also offer weekly programs, such as conversation groups, write nights, and drop-in EAL support. For students who prefer online resources, or find it challenging to book a synchronous EAL appointment, we offer an asynchronous writing support program, as well as other writing and learning resources on our website. I'm Lydia Schoolstad. I work at both the Queen's International Center and Student Academic Success Services, and I want to let you know about a new program at Queen's that can help you navigate academic culture shock, leveraging your strengths while you continue to develop as a scholar. The Academic Connection Certificate is a program that you can complete in approximately 10 to 12 hours. And through it, you can uncover some of the underlying academic assumptions and expectations at Queen's, while also getting connected to services and resources to support you along the way.
0: Sometimes students find themselves struggling through filling the gap between the academic culture from their home country and Canada. Shaza, how have you ever felt this academic culture gap?
1: I don't believe I had much of a gap. I, I, I told you in our messaging thread earlier, uh, I, I come from a family, both my parents are professors. Mm-hmm. So I, I heard about academia more than I should for, from a very young age. So I, I didn't have much of struggles, but I learned that I should ask. Like when, I, when I'm in doubt about how a way should go here or there, I should ask. And usually when you don't ask, you end up making a mistake. Like when you, when you, when you assume, you won't necessarily assume correctly when you assume. So mm-hmm. you have to ask, is this supposed to be done this way or that way? Or am I supposed to take permissions for doing this or that from my supervisor, from my course instructor, from whoever you need? And you should, you should ask usually.
0: Mm-hmm. So, if you could go back to when you first started as a Queens international student, what academic advice would you give to yourself?
1: Uh, I would, for me, I would go a little bit more easy on myself. I, I, I had a lot of anxiety at the beginning at Queens. And like, am I doing this right? I'm doing this right. Am I doing this right? And it, it was like a, a counterproductive way of handling things. hmm while like it's good to ask but to to a limit it's good to know as long as you're being as careful as you can and as you said like even when you did that mistake of self-citing yourself if you told the professor they would probably understand that you did it in a way that without meaning to or like you didn't know that you have to ask but probably if you asked you will have you will get the permission anyway so like you have to be more realistic in your expectations yes it's good to ask it's good to know it's good to try to learn all that you can but like we are humans we make mistakes anyway but like as long as you're trying to do your best it's it's probably going to go okay like you don't have to be extra crazy worried about it you have to be like just as cautious as it needs to be open to learn open to to meet your new experiences to ask about the new experiences to to talk to people, but not in a way that makes you not progress at all or makes you too worried to do anything.
0: Well, that was a great advice. Thank you for that. We're getting close to the end of the program, and uh, it was a great pleasure to talk with you. Thank you very much, Chaza.
1: Thank you, Amir. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. My pleasure. Have a good one. Bye-bye.
1: Goodbye.
0: You have listened to the International Voices at Queens, a podcast produced by the Queens University International Center and Student Academic Success Services. I would like to thank Sadaf Amini for creating the music for this episode. Please support her work on her website, sadafamini.ca and other social media apps. I would also like to thank CFRC and Sylvia for their support. On behalf of the producers, Lydia, Alyssa, and myself, thank you all for listening to this episode. Please tune in to the coming episodes and engage with us on social media with comments and questions. Goodbye and take care.